Good morning. It's January 31st. It is a gray morning in New York. Yesterday's sun was, according to the satellite imagery from the National Weather Service, just a little narrow corridor of brightness between banks of cloud on either side. This is the PopulaCast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, looking at the day and the news. The forecast on my phone said that there might be three-tenths of an inch of snow this morning, but it's just rain, which continues New York's record-setting streak of a snowless winter. We're going to finish the month of January without any measurable snow and move on into February. In lieu of a newspaper this morning, there was just an empty blue plastic bag on the wet pavement halfway down the block. Maybe someone read the newspaper, but I'm just looking at the shiny PDF version on the internet. There's a big, very crisp picture of a Boeing 747, the last one ever made. The business section went to watch it being built and to write an obituary for the product, if not for the actual planes, which are going to keep on carrying cargo around for decades to come. There's a single column, unfortunately written headline that says, Wall Street bets U.S. will use debt stop gap. That's Wall Street as a noun and bets as a verb and not Wall Street bets the name of the place where Reddit users discuss investing. The stop gap in question would simply be that the government, upon hitting the debt ceiling, would continue to pay off its bondholders in lieu of spending money on all the things that the government actually does. The story says, records from 2011 and 2013, the last time the U.S. tipped dangerously close to a debt limit crisis, suggested that officials at the Treasury had laid at least some groundwork to pay investors first, and that policymakers at the Federal Reserve assumed that such an approach was likely. The whole story is very disorienting and peculiar because everyone involved seems to be talking around what they believe will happen, rather than saying what they plan will happen. So the investors are behaving as if they expect that the bondholders will be taken care of. The White House is saying that it has no such plans. So we have the investor's assessment of the White House, which is several investors noted that the White House had no reason to acknowledge prioritization planning. That's the name for paying the bondholders first in public, since doing so could reduce the pressure for lawmakers to negotiate, but they still considered it the most likely outcome. That's the investors saying what they believe the White House is choosing not to say because of the effect of what the White House says on what the lawmakers would or wouldn't do. This all sounds on some level very knowing and cynical, while also sounding hopelessly naive, because it all is premised on the idea that noise is going to be made, concessions are going to be extracted, and the debt ceiling crisis will end in some sort of paying of the debts. And I don't know, have you seen Congress? Do we not live in the world where Brexit happened? The idea is that nobody could possibly be reckless enough to really send the government's finances over a cliff. But who exactly are you counting on stepping up and being reasonable? at this moment in American history. That is the news, and we will talk again. Have a great day.